um, The Blackest Night. And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and this is... M and J. Are you okay? The podcast. The only podcast. That exists. Yes. In the fucking world. In the absolute fucking world. Welcome back, friends. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back. Sorry sorry to cuss. Oh, are you? Are you sorry, sorry to cuss so early? Are, sorry are to cuss. You, yeah, I mean, God, we haven't even gotten... Oh, no, we're a minute in. You can curse. Curse all the months. All the cuss words. No, no, I'm gonna... Words. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna... I'm gonna challenge myself to not cuss at all this entire episode. Okay. Um. All right. So, yeah. are we are we wagering? Um. What happens if you do curse? What are we doing? What are we doing? Walk of shame. Um. If we do curse, then I bring dishonor to my family. Oh. Okay. And I have to live with that. And can you though? Can you live with that dishonor on your family? Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us for our conversation this week, friends. Yeah. Um, I wanted to start off things with a little thing I like to call fun fact. Um, so one fun fact, uh, there's two of them I have today. Uh, the first one being that today is Chadwick Boseman's uh, birthday. Oh, um, I didn't he, know that. Yeah. Um, they're celebrating. Um, I don't know how old he would be, but um, it's been like. He's like 44. I think something like right. that on the lines of that, along the lines of that. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, I was wondering why he was uh, trending like crazy all over the net. And yeah, it shows that today is, um, he would be 43. Oh, yeah. I was close. Yeah. No, oh, wait, no, he lie. died at 43. He would be 45. Sorry. Um, no, he would be 46. What's, what year is it? This year? November. Oh, yeah, he would be 46. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah he would be 46. Yeah. How is that a fun fact? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Like, I mean, you gotta this, change this, they're that. honoring, they're you honoring his... It. You gotta just say it's, it's a fact. A, it's a fact, yes. Okay, so <laughs> won't say fun fact. It's a fact. And he's, every, it's, a, you know, everyone on uh, social media has been honoring him um, in different ways, expressing um, their, like, thoughts and love to about him and um you know to his wife and everything so and his family so i thought that was a nice fact uh yeah (laughs) to put in there but the okay a fun fact uh, i think this one is actually a fun fact did you know that apparently they're fast tracking spider-man 4 no i didn't know that i saw that spider spider-man 4 was trending yeah same yesterday but i didn't know is I, that I, why because and what does that mean so from what um i've read there's still too much uh early um it's still an early development so there's not much detail other than that um they're having a new director um the original director uh, oh they're getting rid of him he doesn't want to do it anymore oh i think he didn't want to yeah, because I think he just wanted it to end after his three movies. Yeah, he said that and he has superhero burnout. And um, and I think that's what he wanted to... Like, he didn't want to make, like, a Marvel franchise. Like, he wanted to do... Just like a... The different way that he did, like, a Spider-Man kind of genre. So, like, piece. Sam Ryan, like, has nothing to do with, like, the... Yeah, he, he wanted to do, like, the John Hughes-esque, like, gotcha. retelling okay. of... 
Yeah, so I feel like them... In his mind, he probably was like, no, I did what I was going to do. I yeah. wanted to make... And it's like, I'm, I'm I wanted good. to make my John Hughes Spider-Man movie, and I did. Um, so, friends, if you didn't don't know who uh, actually directed the uh, first three Spider-Man films, his name is John Watts. Um, but yes, he's at the current moment. Um, they're looking for a new director. He says he has uh, experienced superhero burnout. And he's even dropped out of uh, doing the Fantastic Four movie because he was apparently supposed to Damn. be directing that, and now he's not. Hmm. So, well, that's the one thing. Um, also, Tom Holland will be uh, reprising his role, and um, he is currently signed. And um, yeah, he's signed for like three more movies, right? He's I do don't know that that part. I do not know. I think um, that one I I had read that he's signed for like three more movies or something. I wonder if they're gonna all be Spider Man. Some movies. crazy. Like, they're probably yeah. gonna be the those spinoff movies too that uh, Sony's trying to do. Um, and the other thing is that there hasn't been any word of whether Zendaya um, has signed to come back and play reprise her role as MJ. Interesting. So still I mean, if 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 her man's doing the movies, why not? I mean, hey, maybe she wants to branch off and not feel like we have to be in a, we don't don't have to be co-workers as well, as lovers. I mean, I don't even mean it in that way. I I just mean, like, might as well, it's just a check. Like, it's just a a fat Marvel check for her. You probably don't even have to be in it that long. And you probably still get paid enough. Just, who cares? cameo in that shit, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) That's Um, funny. But yeah, those are my, my fat and fun fact for Thank you for a different (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, I don't know if I have any facts Uh or fun facts. Uh I did have, do you know Omar Apollo? Omar Apollo. The singer Omar Apollo. I don't think I He did make me laugh with um, this tweet. So he's he's a singer and he, um, I don't know, he's good. He's 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 kind of newer. Like he doesn't. Um... Oh, this gentleman. I've seen him recently. In... I don't. What song does he have that I've heard? I don't know. You you have to tell me. I don't know, but I've definitely seen him. Okay, is this the tweet you're... Okay, please go on. Okay. <laughs> I think I just read The tweet I'm referencing <laughs> Okay, so someone... Okay, so there's been... We can get into this because I think it's interesting mm-hmm. where, where there's been a lot of accusations of, like, popular artists, uh, quote-unquote, queer baiting, mm-hmm. which they've attributed that to, like, Harry Styles, mm-hmm. most famously, or, like... Charlie Puth or God, yes, um, Bad Bunny. Um, Which I always will defend Bad Bunny because I feel like that's just who he is. But you know. but, but it's also like, well, how do you know this isn't who yeah, just trust any, me. any I people I don't, I don't, I don't know them at all. I don't know them. So, thing, so. so uh, someone um, on, tw- on Twitter wrote a tweet. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they put, is Omar Apollo another queer baiting singer? Like those type... I don't label myself. Let let me wear cropped and paint my nails. And I say I find another guy hot because I like his song, but I don't like supporting straight men doing queer baiting. Mm-hmm. So he responded and he said, no, I'd be sucking dick for real. Which <laughs> <laughs> I thought was, was hilarious. Literally, <laughs> I was like, okay. that's 
that's clap back. That's a great. It's not even a clap back, but just respond. No, just a response. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, no, don't do that. No, I, I actually <laughs> no. do. No, I'll that's be my out, preference. I'll be out here. I'll be out I'm, here, and I'm open with it. <laughs> but I, I mean, I like that. But I also like. I don't know how I feel about the other side of it, where people are accusing artists of queer baiting because they're wearing a certain thing or they're whatever and maybe they're not like out Mm -hmm. with their sexuality Mm -hmm. but they're expressing themselves in whatever way but because they're popular people are accusing them of like using their sexual ambiguity Mm -hmm. as a marketing tactic Mm -hmm. which I understand Mm -hmm. like you know that should be something that's not done but i don't know how you can attribute it to like real people like i like the term queer baiting all like came from um basically it was attributed to like tv shows right 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 right. i was like it has to be something media but media based yeah it was media it was like in basically in tv shows when they would market oh like a will they won't they thing with two like male characters and they knew their fandom was crazy about them but they kind of teased that to to get engagement and to get like excitement without ever having any intentions of paying off that relationship or or making it a real realized you know lgbtq character they just Mm -hmm. did it to kind of draw people in that's where the term originated from right right but since then it has been kind of co-opted and and become this thing where they talk about these these stars who come out and they you know have um more they're like androgynous fashion uh and like you know are embracing of more of what people would think feminine femininity yes things like that Mm. and aren't necessarily coming out and saying that labeling themselves or saying Mm -hmm. that they're this that or the third and people are accusing that of like being queer baiting Mm -hmm. which i don't know what are your thoughts on that because i don't like i get where people could construe that with marketing and feel like oh they're just trying to sell records but i also don't know how that would sell like records because we still do live in like a largely weird patriarchal kind of prudish society where there are people who are going to follow them for that but i don't know if that's i don't know i don't know i think i think it's a little okay well first of all i do want to start off by when i looked up uh omar apollo Uh uh-huh google also said people you might also search for frank ocean Dominic Fike, <laughs> Rina Sawayama, Oh, Rima Sawayama, Sa- Sa- Sawayama, yeah, <laughs> Daniel Caesar, <laughs> okay. and it was just like a bunch of like a, a different uh, all of these other artists who like have either are um, sexual and ambiguity or are part of the LGBT. So I thought it was just very, but the, the Daniel Caesar one was also what made me laugh too because uh-huh. well that's a whole I have a whole different thing oh i don't know anything about daniel caesar (laughs) um but i think it's really hard because i feel like we've talked about this on the show before about like how there are like you know athletes and like you know um twitter instagram stars who um will sit up here and do like kind of like gay baiting like that yeah the the uh, basketball tape player i told you from canada who like shows his ass all the damn time on on 
Instagram, it's that. So, I mean, it does feel like gay baiting because it's like, but I don't know, but is it, but is it gay baiting or is it just, just baiting? Because it's like, yeah, that's the thing. Those are explicitly things where it's like, I'm trying to turn a profit. So I'm doing a thing yeah. that I know will draw on a specific Yeah, exactly. Audience. Exactly. Just like that. Are, guy. Th- are these people who are just like m- m- being stars and like being like, whatever yeah I, this is how like did people say this about prince when he dressed like more more flamboyant and feminine and say like well he's baiting but i don't, I don't think know baiting would have been the thing back and i think people because of who he was just accepted prince to be just like this like, yeah prince can back bitches but prince is also very androgynous prince is very yeah. like and people accepted that but i don't feel like i feel like it is such a thing where because there are people who, um, and they actually showed me this video of like who this um, YouTuber who literally gets with these other people and they like literally break down these things like gay baiting uh-huh. um, and from different actors. And so Harry Styles was one of the people they talked about yeah. about how he they feel like that's what he's doing. But I'm just like, is it just people just being open and being themselves and yeah. or it's just regular baiting? Does it have to be gay baiting? Because a, a straight guy can show his ass. It's not like gay guys are the only dudes that like ass yeah, it's like, <laughs> women like guys with nice asses too yeah. so it's it's like is it is it just baiting in general is it just like our culture now of what we do on social media now is just show our bodies to to so for people to see and to get likes and things like that but yeah. is it just is it just just regular baiting or it's is like it like expression for the sake of right of engagement but i also feel like those right right and i also but i also feel like those things are too different like i feel like being on instagram and showing your ass and body is different from you dressing in dress like a a man dressing and putting dresses on or just even dressing more more flamboyantly i guess if you want to say thought of as in a more feminine way it's like well why can't i don't know what if that's just that like that's just how they want to dress why right. is it attributed to oh this is a marketing tactic right i i feel like i don't know and, and like you said is it a marketing tactic because yeah. like gay people are going to consume people of the lgbtq uh, i plus are going to consume media or music in whatever way anyway yeah so is it really like is it them pandering to a specific group is it mm-hmm. going to help them with the great big masses that are people who aren't a part of that community so i don't yeah. really see how that helps them at all. Yeah, and it's interesting how it uh, usually not not all the time, but most of the time it's attributed to like male pop stars. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like when you think about, I don't know, we think about Beyonce, right? And and like mm-hmm. her latest album, right? Very much pandering to a, a, a certain group. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even want to say pandering, mm. but it is definitely like. She a, made that club, album. It is a club album. Yes. And if you listen to it, you know the intention of where she wanted it played. Yes. I mean, it, of course she wanted it to be Everywhere, loved I'm by sure. the masses. Yeah. But there's a very specific feel of that album yeah. where it captures ballroom culture, LGBTQ mm-hmm. culture, club culture. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that the same thing as like someone who's just you know wearing right clothes or where i don't I know mean, how, just... how how is that different yeah. how is that even remotely different she she's making music specifically for a community and is that just the game like is that just you know the nature of 
being an entertainer, yeah. you need to kind of tap into yeah. an audience who, and, and it's not even necessarily, oh, I'm pandering to them. I'm, you know, trying to court this one audience. Is it just like, well, that's how it goes. You got to yeah. get somebody. I mean, think about how Drake, literally, he, like, oh my God. the different, like, literally his albums, he comes out with a reggae album, then a house party album, then yeah. a rap album, then, like, uh, emotional, I'm crying about everything <laughs> I'm album. I'm crying album. <laughs> it's like... I'm sad out here. But he does album. this, and it, it captures different people and different audiences. Not everybody feels everything he comes out with, but he is. So what's the difference? Like, and then, even still, I, I still, like, how I said I will defend Bad Bunny. Like, I don't know him, sure, but it does feel like if that's who he is, we don't know, and maybe that is who he is. Why are we yeah. worried about him, like, wearing, you know, kilts and dresses and painting his nails and wearing very vibrant, Yeah, I think, colorful. I think, like, I can be as cynical as they come, mm. but sometimes when they have these, and usually this is just a very online take, most people don't give a fuck, right. but it's, you know, discourse. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the discourse, discourse. Where it's like, yeah, just because someone is dressing a certain way, that doesn't, does that mean, right. oh, they're trying to, you know, pander to right. this certain audience? Or it's like, well, well why are we? It? Yes. Or are, are we? Are we making it that way? Yeah. Are we putting them into a stereotype, which we're not supposed to be doing? Like, it's almost like mm-hmm. this weird roundabout way where it's like, y'all are so progressive that you're fighting against someone just expressing themselves right. and trying to paint someone into a box and going... Oh well, they're doing this, and mm-hmm. they're and they're being ambiguous about their sexuality. So it's like, be. well, is their sexuality a part of the performance? Right. Like or, they're an entertainer. Do you have to know who they're? Like? Do you need to know who they sleep with? Like, does that? How does that matter to you? Yeah. The fact that you're having questions about who they sleeping with is sleeping with is probably exactly what they want anyway. So it's like, I mean, I'm not saying everybody isn't baiting in some kind of way, but yeah. like. Um, I don't know. And I wanted to touch on to your point where you say about how it's, it seems very much more male pop stars, whatever. It's like, you know, do you think it's just indicative of society as to why, uh, the reason why, like you'll see people like Tiana Taylor and, Mm -hmm. um, who she did that song with? She did a song with, um, Kalani and how they're literally just making out, it's very sexual song and video, but I mean, I, I didn't hear any discourse about it. Doesn't mean that there wasn't, but it's just like it feels. It still feels more accepted. Like it feels like I guess. women artists, art, artists who are women can do things like this, and it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, but also, but I don't know because there was also discourse about like <laughs> when Billie Eilish had that music video come out where she, it's just her. Um, oh um, yeah, with all, like her friends, mm-hmm. and they're like having a sleepover and they're like playing around with each other and like mm. smacking each other's ass and like dancing and stuff. Yeah. And people are like, well, that's queer baiting. And it's like, mm, I don't, I mean, some friends just are very comfortable with each other and they just do like that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily, and she, it's not like she said anything about yeah. like, she's just being anything. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's so, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I just all of it's, my it's so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just it a lot out of my ear. <laughs> it's just a lot because it's like yeah, on the like it makes me because even like 
having conversations with like Bay and telling him like things that are like are, how our friend groups are, especially like our certain kind of friends, um, uh-huh. our white friends, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how certain kind of friends. Well, and actually, I feel like it's kind of important too because it's like our white friends, like we they're they're different. So it's like I mean, we have our friends where we've like slapped asses and yeah. like laid on top of each other, or like even like had like like a friendly peck on like the lips or stuff like that like yeah these are things that like i feel like you know our certain groups of friends don't do that so i guess yeah for that it would be weird to see billy eilish slapping her friend's ass or like grabbing or like being very because it's like oh like that's it feels sexual because mm-hmm. some people aren't used to that when i was telling bay that he was like you, you did well with your what like y'all did. and it, it was very <laughs> like he was taken aback by like yeah. me telling him stories about like stuff so interesting yeah i think it's just it's just how i guess what you're used to and what you've grown up to know of course yeah yeah i don't know yeah but omar apollo is funny his his uh, that that tweet <laughs> made me want to s- seek out more music i, I, I mean like, what the fuck? i'm gonna say yeah i'm gonna have to find out I'm what like, that, that song is, was that i like that is hilarious. he's like nah i be nah, nah i be sucking dick for real he's like damn some people are good on my him Lil Nas X. like some people just are how good how are they mine. just that good you you was raised just here that, to have that comeback nah i suck dick for real like, what you mean <laughs> Yeah. You need some proof? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so we've been trying to have TV time for like two episodes uh, yeah. now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to have a little segment I wanted to call. Um, How'd that make you feel? Okay. And in this segment, I'm just, um, I'm going to talk about, and you feel free if you want to, but talk about the two se- season finales of shows. Um, and particularly Atlanta and um, and uh, Interview with Vampire. Oh, um, I was like, what <laughs> what shows have just gone off? Um, I'm so deep into other shows right now that I'm like, I don't even remember those fucking shows. And I, and I like that for you because I remember for a I minute you, you weren't me. watching shows. <laughs> no, I, I took a sabbatical and I yeah. was not watching a goddamn yeah. thing. I was just sleeping. <laughs> so it's, and I'm, I'm, glad not, back in it. I'm glad you're back, I'm back into the game. In, I'm back into entertainment, okay? Hey, hey. Not the entertainment that some people want because some people keep, did you watch House of Dragon yet? Fuck no. And I, I, I don't think I ever will. I don't think I will. Probably will never. So, but I did watch an entire season of a show on Netflix. We can get into that later. So, um, friends, if you remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about um, the show um, Interview with the Vampire. It's based off of Anne Rice's novel. It's on AMC. It's delightful. Delightful show. It just ended. It's a delight. A couple weeks ago. Let's unpack this. (laughs) Um, So. There's a lot that happens this episode, and spoiler alert, friends, I just want to skip right to the end. <laughs> okay. And talk about, so basically the the ending of the season, it basically, I would, it, it's making us believe that the conclusion of Lasat, ter- his tyranny <laughs> over, yeah. um, uh, what's the daughter's name? Claudia. Claudia and... Um, and uh, well, I forgot what's the name. Louis Dupont <laughs> Dulac. Louis Louis Dupont. Louis Dupont Dulac. Um. So in that, Louis <laughs> reveals that he actually has a love of his life. Yeah. 
And it happens to be the butler that's literally been attending to him the entire season. Yeah. And he's a vampire. And he's 500 or something years old. Yeah. <laughs> and he can... Armand. Sp- the Ar- vampire Armand. His name is Armand. Um, he's a, clearly a daywalker, apparently. Um, so what, 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 what was going through your mind when that reveal happened? Um... Oh, something's weird. To, well, I don't, because the thing is, the reveal happened like before that. Well, sure, yeah. Two episodes prior to the ending happened. They showed that um, Armand was um, there the first night. The first interview happened. Yes. So that I was, I I had already been a little bit. He's like, probably something. Oh, there's there's something going on with Armand. Right. There's something weird from like the beginning. It was like, who the fuck is this dude? Right. And then. He like, I don't know. He was just kind of in. It's interesting because now that you know, like Mm -hmm. his reveal at the end, it just makes me think about instances earlier in the season and the way that he almost kind of handles Louis. Like he's like a hand, like he's like, oh, he doesn't want to talk about that, or he doesn't want to like the way that he kind of almost gatekeeps some information and and at first it just felt like oh you know he's his faithful servant and he or think, whatever and he um i think he uh said his name i think it's, it's rashid yeah but that's that's his rashid oh, is I his something hmm? did i miss something yeah he said this is uh, the vampire Armand. Oh, the he does say that at the end. He does. Okay, okay, okay. He. Ki- I was like, wait. Yes, his name wait, is. We've been calling him something else the entire. They, right, right. They were calling him Rashid, Rashid but that is not his. That's not name. his name. He is the vampire. He's been referred to as Armand. Rashid while he was being like I guess uh, Louis's butler or whatever. Yeah. Um. But. But there's so many questions now that I have that 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 came about because can va- can vampires feed off of each other? Because he was feeding off of Armand. So. Yeah. Was there an instance in which they, sh- they talked about how they could feed off of other vampires? Um, I think. I mean, if you want to get into my theory about sure. things. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, he. It, it, it made me just think of instances before. Where right. It right, felt right. like he was like handling Louie and it felt kind of their relationship got you when he's like he's like he's 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 very protective over yes very protective which at first it felt like oh he's protective because he has his devotion to him but now that it's in a different way yes devotion in a way where you thought that he was like this is my master yes but now since the reveal it's like oh he's like keeping this dude here somehow he's like controlling him he's which in my mind like you asking the oh can vampires feed off each other that probably goes into it a little bit of mm. him him feeding off of him that probably in some ways is some kind of control tactic that he he is utilizing so louis just got back into another controlling ass relationship or or because the thing the the show is about unreliable narrators and the whole time we are just seeing this version of the story through um louis and and partially through like the bastardized diary of claudia right 
And it's like, there are pages torn out of the diary. Like, that was the first kind of clue to, mm-hmm. to that scene at the end where where um the the interviewer, I forgot his name, where he's kind of going, Louis was it raining that day? Like, kind Daniel. of. Daniel. Where he's insinuating, basically, wait, are you, are your memories correct? Like, mm-hmm. what are you saying? Do you know what you're saying? Was it raining the night you saw? Yeah. Right, 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 right. The night you killed Lestat. Do you remember? Like, it's he's trying to, I like. I like that part where he, he, like, falters for a second. He's like, wait, was it raining? No, it wasn't. Like, yes. Yeah. Where he's trying to, he's, he's found it out. He's, like, figured it out. He's like, there's something weird happening, and I don't think you're telling me the whole whatever. Right. So, it's possible that in this control of him, the vampire Armand, the love of his life, mm-hmm. has somehow made it so that there's some kind of mind controlling shit happening where the story that we were told from Louis is not real. Could be, yeah, could be fabricated a little bit or could be, you know, maybe those things did happen, but they were told in a more sinister way where it feels like, Mm -hmm. oh, Lestat, it was this abuser who had us under his thumb and we had to get away from it. We had to kill him, blah, blah. And maybe the story is not all the way correct the way it was told. So I think, yeah, for me, that reveal, I was like, oh, there's something fucking weird happening here. Yeah. Like, and the way that Louis, like, he went and, and, like, sat with his feet in the sand and he was like, like, his walls were breaking down where he's like, wait, did I, like, he's, it's like his brain is being mm-hmm. cracked open and it's like, hey, something's not right. right. Look, something's not right. And then, like, you know, old, old boy shows up and whatever. Uh, one thing I did, I saw on Reddit where people were like, Oh, he can fly, or the vampire Armand yeah. can fly, uh-huh. and in this room, um, all of the bookcases are like close to the ceiling. Right, like the way it's like that. Yeah, is, yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is was... like something where you could kind of infer like that's a control tactic that Louis can't. He can't get oh, to any of these cause, books because Louis can't fly. Yeah. Huh. So that one, I was like, oh, that's good. I didn't. People, uh, I wish I was good as people to dissect. I don't watch yeah. things over, so it's like I don't. I can't like literally like dissect something and like yeah. oh pay attention. But I really wish I would because it's like that small stuff like that that you don't really pay attention to at yeah. first. Um. So. The interesting thing that happens is this um, in the last uh, the season finale is that um, Claudia makes this whole you know plan to kill Lestat. Um, I think she wanted to burn his body, but of course Louis did not. Yeah. Um, Louis decided that he was like, we'll just leave him on the side of the street for, you know, the people, the trash people to come pick him up and throw him in the dumpster or whatever. But it was so interesting that like watching that, I'm, I'm thinking literally nothing of it. I'm like, Oh, I I guess he's, it's kind of weird that you wouldn't just make sure the body's dead. Cause I'm ever since zombie land, I'm about double tapping. (laughs) But so Daniel, while Daniel's talking to him, he figures out that Louis, this was Louis' plan all along. He didn't want to kill Lestat. He yeah. had him throw him away so that he would go to a dumpster where there are rats, where he would feed off of them, i.e. Lestat is still alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, assuming, uh, presumably, Lestat is still alive. But my theory is I already figured that he wasn't going to die because if you think about the fact that this entire series is based off of him, basically... He can't die. Oh, well, I mean, he can die. But I 
well, depending I on like where these where they were lying, like where Queen of the Dam and where the other books sure. line up. Yeah, I assume almost that like the next season might take like I don't know how long they plan on having this show go mm-hmm. and like how how much of the books they want to like bring mm-hmm. into the show and and um create, but like I this season being all from like Louis's kind of point of view and mm-hmm. then us getting this reveal at the end that maybe the shit was a lot like may, like them showing us scenes of the death of Lestat and mm-hmm. or the killing of Lestat and showing like kind of how stoic and like how stoic and kind of unmoved Louis is in one sense but then this in the sense where he's kind of remembering, mm-hmm. you see that he was distraught and he's like, doesn't want Claudia he, to kill him. Right. And he put he, Claudia up against a wall. Yeah. So it's like, oh, obviously there's something that's not right. So he wasn't telling the truth. That's a miss. Yeah. yeah. There's something that's, there are two different stories and then there's the truth. Right. And we don't know what the fuck that is. So okay. it's like, so you would already assume all of this is, was, Oh yeah. Yeah. So the way the show is, I'm like, the next season will probably just be like, from Lestat's like point of view would be interesting <laughs> or like just showing what happens after they quote unquote killed him or I don't know yeah, yeah. well um but it was good I, I liked it I highly recommend that it was show. pretty brutal I it was it was everything I, I would have wanted a vampire show to be oh it's so good yeah. it's so like just pretty and romantic and mm. brutal like the whole so they had a basically the 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 plot to kill the stop mm-hmm. the rhymes the plot to kill a stop hey, the was pot. was them um throwing this ball this final ball because they want to leave new orleans and um because people they've been there for like decades people fucking know they're vampires and and they're they're leaving like like fucking hoodoo like <laughs> like bibles and shit on their porch because they're like y'all are demons putting we this, know putting it. The, uh what is the the salt around yeah salting <laughs> the, the house because they're like we need to get these devils out of here <laughs> but um so they wanted to have one last hurrah mm. and this is claudia's plan where mm. she's like we're gonna throw a ball mm. and you know, we'll invite people and we'll tell them we can give them the elixir to to the key to life, basically. Mm-hmm. To, to do you want to be immortal? Right. We will let you see how young we look. We will fucking we set got it up. You. We got you. We Come got to the you. party. We'll make it so you can be immortal too. You'll be just like us. You'll be just like us. So they invite these people and they choose their marks. They mm. choose who the fuck they want. Mm. And then they also like starve themselves. Like it's such a it's so sinister, crazy. gross. Like, like they starve themselves for weeks. Like it's, it's or a week. It's funny because the show in the show, like you're getting the different perspectives of like them in their hunger and mm. you're getting where, where louis basically is a vegan vampire and mm-hmm. he's been living off of like mice mm-hmm. and like small animals and he doesn't want to hunt he doesn't want to kill makes him feel bad mm-hmm. and then claudia who's just a new vampire She's who like, is nah, bloodthirsty <laughs> and she fucking shit up yeah she just like no and and she also kind of has a propensity for like I don't know. She's like gross shit. Like she she takes souvenirs from mm. from the people she kills. Like she's more Which of a she's more of a twisted yeah. way in the way. Like she doesn't see 
the humans as humans anymore. No. They're legitimately just her, like, playthings. No. For then, them to be collected after she's killed them. Yes. <laughs> and then you have Lestat, who is like, you know, I gave y'all this gift. Right. This is the gift. We are above I these gave people. You life. Yeah, we are above these people. We're the apex predators, and you are wasting your gift. Mm-hmm. And you see this, you know, this spectrum of this, and then you get to this episode, and they are literally all predators like they have set this trap they have fucking starved themselves they have got all these people into this one spot like lying to them and and the plan is to eat them like let's have one one last feast yeah which it's it's so cool like the shot of them where like once it starts like once they start feeding on everyone you see how brutal they are to these people they're wearing these like billowing mm. white like blouses and there's just blood very, all and over they're very because this they were very extravagant looking it's it's, Especially it's, the it's just a cool image just a very mm. cool it was gross but it's a very cool image and it was they, a lot but it was a lot <laughs> but claudia's plan was basically to um dose one of the party guests mm-hmm. with like arsenic mm-hmm. so that lestat could, and and trust trust him up for lestat so lestat would drink from them and and would be poisoned mm-hmm. but lestat he's smart yeah. he, he figures it out it's like, nah, and because he has his little spy who yeah. i didn't realize he turned i realized he had turned her <laughs> i did not episode, i think maybe two episodes or episode prior to i realized like oh he turned her yeah mm. which i was like oh fuck yeah. okay that was that was one surprise of the episode that i was mm-hmm. like oh that actually kind of t- took me by surprise but he he turns his lover antoinette and she's been mm following claudia mm-hmm. so she knows about the plot to kill a stop mm-hmm. and but then claudia she's My she's girl. a smart little girl My she's girl. a smart girl Her, she's like, fucking, she's just so she's like oh you smart. think i'm dumb <laughs> oh you you Think think like, oh, I know you. I knew she was following me. <laughs> I didn't do that. I knew you turned her, yeah. and they knew about her anyway because yeah. at that time that they were standing outside the window. Yep. So in this, basically, she turns, flips it back on them, and she um reveals that the first person he fed from is the person who mm-hmm. he because uh, she knows his temperament and knows who he would have gone for first and see it comes down to them also being just family right and knowing, and knowing each, other. each other yeah so so then he starts convulsing and throwing up blood because it's it's worked yeah the plan has worked and then Louis has to deal the death blow where yeah. he slits his throat yeah. because I think they read somewhere that you can decapitate them. Like they've, yeah. they've been asked, I think they've been trying to get research from Lestat where they're like, the dumbest well, thing you you're going to a vampire. You're going to get the research, the get information from the worst person that's going to lie to you that you yeah. don't trust. <laughs> you don't know what else he can do. He, I, I know he can do more than just fly. And like even the part where Louis learned how to light fly, uh, light things on fire yeah it's like what the fuck can they actually all do so it's like you don't you, you can't trust him <laughs> you can't trust but um yeah so he deals the death blow and like slits his throat mm. and it's this big it's a great scene it yeah. looks like a painting like it's the way he's the just like holding them the with the it's so good and and that's what happens it kill the stock yeah quote unquote kill the stock and then you you have Louis telling the story in real life and then Daniel poking holes and being like, wait. Like, wait a second. Was it so raining? Really? Did <laughs> you do story? Did you kill him? Did Daniel is like annoying, but him? he is really good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. But um, yeah, so then you get the reveal vampire Armand, Armand. and 
Yeah, I don't I don't know where they go from there with Louie. Yeah, I'm like, do we... Is what this, do we do next season? Is this now, like... Do we... Us, uh, is Are they saving him now? Because I feel like he's in trouble. Like, I feel like this is not him going, oh, the love This is of my, my life. life. This is like, I'm this stuck again. <laughs> yeah, this is like a... Like a weird, it feels very weird Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Like I love him. This is my, the love of my life. Yeah. Like it almost feels like him reaching out to Daniel is mm. his subconscious thinking. Oh, there's someone, something wrong. I'm trying to put out a message. Right. So I need someone to save mm. me. And in a in a way, that's that's what this whole interview with the vampire was. Was him trying to put out like, mm. hey. Hey, hey, SOS. SOS, please help me. SOS. Please help me get out of my situation. <laughs> Something is wrong. But it's good. Yeah. It's it was, good. It, it's good. I definitely recommend all episodes are on AMC right now. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, Even though show, we just spoiled it for you. I mean, spoiler alert. Also spoiler alert. Um, Atlanta ended the series. Uh, oh, yeah. So sad. Did oh, you see show. the last episode? Yeah. What? Okay. What were your thoughts? How did it, how did it make you feel? Um, I liked it. I liked. I think I like it more as a piece of the season being the final season mm-hmm. and what they were doing with this season because because it's like the first season where we're getting any kind of real insight to the characters yeah. and mm-hmm. like. Even though, like every every year, there's like a paperboy episode. Like yeah. he he had that episode, the woods, where yeah, kind of it talks about like his mom and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like, but this year, like we, and maybe I guess kind of the whole show, you could argue that it's about Earn and his like. But you don't really, you get information about them in weird ways. Like it's yeah. not like anything yeah. internal that they express. No, they don't say like this is how I feel, this is how I feel about this thing, blah, blah, blah. But this season, you had them, you know, in their own ways, actually, be open yeah, like, and, mm-hmm. and and say, like, Paperboy basically is worried about falling off. Yeah. And, he's worried, mm-hmm. and he thinks, well, then maybe I'm a washed up rapper. Maybe that's it. Right. And I'm going to move out to the fucking country. country and, and I'm going to have to figure out my, and my next I, I, I kind of just want peace. Yeah. Like, he starts, the show starts with him, you know, fucking killing somebody right. or shooting oh somebody. God. And now at his end, he's just like, I want peace. Right. I want to, you know, kind of just live on my my farm and like, yeah, <laughs> which is which is. Cool. I mean, it's a it's it's nice full circle. Yeah, nice like ending to like okay, he he had this fame, he got it, so now yeah, he's realizing what's the next step in his life if he can't continue rapping. Or yeah, what's his next happiness? Yeah, and the same thing with like Earn. This is the it the show started with him not being able to, able to say I love you back to Van mm-hmm. or say oh I love you God, to Van. I know. And then it comes to, you know, this final episode where he just wants his family and he yeah. wants his family together and he actually speaks. It's like, yes, yes Ern, speak. I love you. He says, I fucking love, love you, you and I, I, I fucking need love you. you and I, I, need- <laughs> I need you with me. I need my family. And that's the first time we're getting him speaking. Even remotely talking about his fucking feelings. And then in this one, even though it's, and it's I feel like it follows that in its own like Darius way mm-hmm. where we're seeing him, we're seeing, we get some of his like backstory. The fact that I guess his brother is dead and his parents are dead. Yeah. And yeah, didn't, like, um, you're getting yeah, that was... kind of an opening into his and why he probably, I don't know, spends so much of his time kind of 
floating in and out mm-hmm. of like reality. Yeah, because it's probably reality is probably really fucking sad for Darius, and he he doesn't have family. I mean, he has I mean, he, earned he, them. He got the biggest family paper. now. He got that family, but yeah. like I'm sure he's still hurting over the fact that his parents, his brother, like sure. to have that whole scene in Friends. He had a scene. First of all, this whole episode was a very Darius episode. It was a oh. Darius adventure. He was a, a typical Darius adventure. It's about it's he 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 um what are they called the whatever tanks what are they called the um what are the tanks he goes into um, oh oh um I'm about to call it hyperbolical um, hyperbolic <laughs> hyperbolic chambers. um fuck not a floating tank what the fuck is it called a floating tank <laughs> the uh sensory sensory yeah, deprivation se- sensory deprivation tank. sensory deprivation that's what basically it's about. Yeah, Darius goes into these sensory deprivation tanks, mm-hmm. and you you have kind of a fucking just Groundhog Day kind of Groundhog Day. Um, um, what's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and the Dream? Oh yeah, um, Shutter Island. Not no, Island. <laughs> fucking Shutter Island. Um, Shutter Island. <laughs> Good movie though. Um, it's like one of my favorite movies. Damn, I don't know. I'm but but old. it was just a very he kept reliving or he kept think, you kept thinking it was very it's interesting they did that because I feel like Dave did an episode kind of similar. But anyway, but he keeps basically yeah, don't say that. Oh, I forgot the discourse. The, the discourse. Donald, the discourse. I'm Donald, sorry, Don. Inception is very like Inception. Where it was. Very. He as, thought he as was out of the dream, but he really was not mm-hmm. out of the dream, and you still don't know by the end if yeah. he's actually out of the dream. If Atlanta was all a dream, if it was, and I think that was, it was a very typical way to like. I feel like to end the series to be like not typical for, but for the show to be like, was this all real? Was, was it all a was dream? It real? What's what's who what knows? It, right. So I don't know. I thought it was good. I I I did I. I wasn't sure how I felt about it while I was watching it because I was like, damn, is this really like the last episode ever? Yeah. Like, but it makes, all we're gonna so, get? <laughs> it makes so much sense yeah. for Elena for that to be yeah, the honestly. last episode. Like that, of course. Once the once it um did the whole uh, once it was ending and it did the pan out of like Van Paperboy and Earn all out on the balcony and yeah Darius is just sitting in and just and then Judge Judy is on the TV and how how it's very interesting like how inception oh they had totems it it basically they ended yeah they had totems the end of inception they completely yeah (laughs) and so it was the end of Inception. yeah and so it's like the way that darius would know whether he was in reality or not was whether judge judy was thick or not (laughs) so they end the episode with judge judy coming on the television and a couple of times they'll show judge judy um in the episode and she's thick or she's not Mm -hmm. so you'll know what's kind of going on but at the end of the episode they don't show her at all so she's on tv but you don't you hear her and all you see is darius smiling so you don't and that's the whole very much was it reality or was it fake like what's going on yeah what was real and did and does it matter if it was real? but at the end of the day yes does it even fucking matter did did you experience did you like did you have a good experience (laughs) yeah did you have a good time (laughs) it was funny too the whole fucking laughing the the, entire time scene with um with them eating at the sushi restaurant and him having his he's like and all the comments just say this nigga trying to feed us poison (laughs) Penis poison fish. And the whole time they just wanted to go to Popeyes. Yeah. 
which also was just such like a what like what so so random the there was a lady in a wheelchair wheelchair chasing down theirs with a knife and oh yeah that was just it was just those random things it was just like okay so ultimately it was like all right all right Atlanta I'll accept this was the show real was the show real but yeah those are the only two shows I wanted to you know recap and talk about and it was good yeah well the shows I've watched um one was uh oh we could talk about White Lotus (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Have you seen sure. the latest episode? That came on Sunday. I know, actually not. Damn it. Is it? Has it's it, so good. Has Will this push me so over the threshold? Good. Because I told you the other day, yes. I'm not really. Yes. Okay. I think this is um, shaping up to be my favorite season mm. of White Lotus. It's only been two seasons. <laughs> I was like, but, oh, um, well. <laughs> but I, it, right now, yeah, right this now. last episode, I just like the, like the character dynamics and what they're doing mm-hmm. with the characters and what, how like complex the fucking dynamics, like it's just, okay. Like there were moments in the episode where I was like, I mean, there were moments where I was like, I don't care about this right. only because there was a portion of the, story mm-hmm. that i was like please go back to that please go back to that every time they would like show like they're like you know that they were going i was like yes we're going back to hell thank god we're going back to hell and it really was hell on earth like it was like oh, okay i have to watch like it this. is incredible and that's because aubrey plaza is just everything and i think that's why I was everything disappointed when we were talking about it the other day because I thought this first season was so good and I just feel like it's moving like at a snail's pace right now. Yeah. So, no, it no, this episode fucking ramped shit up. Okay. <laughs> it okay. ramped shit up. It made you just go, oh my God. Okay. Everyone's gonna die. <laughs> I mean everyone <laughs> if everyone did die, I think everyone's that everyone's gonna effing die. They can't do that. They would never be able to top the third season. <laughs> it's so good. Mm. Oh, but I'll, I'll I'll put that on my thing to watch this evening. Um. But uh, oh, a a I saw a movie. Mm-hmm. I've already told you this, but I saw Bones and All. Yes, and it's a good movie. Okay, I recommend everyone go see it. If you're squeamish, maybe not. Get over it. <laughs> it's fucking. It's fake. It's it's not real. It's, it's a movie. Fake. It is kind of gross though. Like the sound yeah. editing in the movie is. Mm great because they in, I don't like sound. they make you really think they're they're eating people i'm gonna throw up but yeah the movie bones and all mm-hmm. it was starring taylor russell and timothy chalamet who i call and <laughs> mark rylance and it's it's by luca luca guadagnino who mm-hmm. did like call me by your name and um uh, we are who we are yeah that's on mm-hmm. hbo mm-hmm. But it um, basically you follow uh, this girl named Marin, who is a cannibal. After her her dad abandons her and says like you're eighteen, I can't like take care of you anymore. And so she kind of goes out on her own and finds people who are like her, and kind of joins one. And she ends up like it's like a romance road trip movie mm-hmm. but with the added element of cannibalism which i i like that oh, it's cool. kind of just like a pretty road trip thing and 
And it almost makes you forget that they're cannibals sometimes. Because <laughs> you're just like, oh, this is just a coming of age, like a little romance. Mm. Like the, you're watching these two people fall in love with each other. Oh, they're eating someone right now. Oh, God. So it's, yeah, mm. it's, it's, gro- it's an interesting way to like just make a movie. Okay. It's, I liked it because it's fresh. Like mm. I was just like, oh, this, I've never seen this before ever. Okay. So, but the thing I wanted to talk about with it, because I, I don't want to spoil it, because mm. it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, don't spoil that shit for me. I, I won't, I, literally, I told you nothing. You will, you will go into it and be like, oh my God. I mean, I was going to watch it regardless. She really told me fucking really nothing. She really didn't say a goddamn word. <laughs> because there's so much happening. All right. But, um, okay, so I, I read a tweet mm-hmm. where um, someone wrote, I won't say who it is, but it's so stupid. Uh, whatever it's not stupid it is stupid okay it says oh not hollywood romanticizing cannibalism and people like agreed honey okay okay so okay okay in that made me pose the question like is media literacy not a thing anymore because <laughs> like there is a difference between depicting something mm. and romanticizing something like, just because you make a fucking movie about, I don't know, cannibals or about, like, drug dealers or make a show about just whatever does people who are... Does not mean you're going, it. like, hey, this is this cool. Is this is a good thing. Yeah, eating people is good. It's fun. good. It is not. By the end of this movie, mm. you will not want to ever <laughs> eat anything. Did you watch the movie before you say that? <laughs> yes. It's like... I feel like people just, like, they... There are words that become buzzwords. Yeah. People are like romanticizing. They're like, oh, they're romanticizing this. They're romant-. just because something is being depicted right. does not mean it is. And there are certainly instances in which you can watch something, you can go, oh, this is like trying to make it's like, a love letter to this thing. Yeah, like sometimes, like people would say that about kind of euphoria when they okay. would go like, oh, it's glamorizing drug use. When I don't, I don't think so. If anything, it was glamorizing fucking ruining your life with drugs and like <laughs> i would never say i will never say euphoria was glamorizing drugs yeah i mean there are certainly like Times. movies or shows that would depict mm-hmm. like drugs as being off i would say maybe like something like skins was sure okay where it's like these Drinkies. kids are taking fucking pills a million yeah. pills a night and having like the wild time and yeah. it's this big and you know fun. they yeah. have the 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 strobe light filter mm. and it looks all glamorous and there's the, like and they that, go home and they sleep and they wake back up and they do it all over again and they, they're yeah, fine i would say this, that would be closer to what right. glamorizing any type of drug use or anything like that right but just because you're depicting something doesn't mean it's glamorizing it the thing is i feel like like you said the buzzword romance it's like i feel like people first of all you don't really know the definition. Sure, maybe they're saying because there's a romantic romantic component to this movie, and that's why. I but guess. it's a fucking serial killers fall in love. Like it's not. A- it's 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 like the like you said uh, the depiction of something. It, it, it's already probably happening. There are cannibals out there, so it's not <laughs> like it's like not it, it's it's not something that's new. I don't know. I feel like when people see depictions of certain things in media, they're like, "Oh my god." But it's like this shit is actually happening just because yeah. someone's making a movie about it doesn't change the fact that it's actually happening and maybe they're shedding light on to some things that people don't know. Yeah, but, but even think- then, it's not even like 
Like, can we have movies anymore? Right. Or exactly. can you just make just watch media something. where you can just be like... Consume it and, and leave it alone after that. Yes. It's like, can you just make something and have it be like, oh, I I don't know anything about this, yeah, right. really, but I just wanted to write about this. This was in my brain, so I wrote I, it. I wrote it. And yeah. I just wrote it, and I created it. And, and we it. were like, oh, look at you fucking glamorizing oh, oh, fucking... Oh, 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 so you love cannibal. Oh, so you're a cannibal. Oh, you're a cannibal. Oh, I can't believe the romanticizing oh cannibalism. Oh what? my god, they let a, uh, a cannibal write a movie? Oh my god. The thing is, if you <laughs> leave that movie thinking uh, being a cannibal is cool... Chances are you already probably probably were probably. thinking about da- dabbling a little bit. Like you saw the finger and you was like, mm, "That's a good looking finger." Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I just found that funny. It was like, yeah. I can't believe Hollywood is romantic. It's like okay, they romanticize stuff, but sure. fucking cannibalism. I don't think this movie <laughs> has done think- has done what you think they're doing. Yeah, I, I think just using that word romanticized is just like, so funny. it's no, it's just a depiction. But I mean, if you took it that way, maybe you, maybe you should, uh, <laughs> you can talk to a therapist. Maybe you, minute. yeah, maybe you <laughs> should stop romanticizing <laughs> cannibalism. Cannibalism. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's all I, all I had on that. Yeah. Oh, everyone watch 1899. That's it. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a show where I got to the end of it and I kind of guessed oh, the twist. Oh. So Which it's still good. I li- I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I was just like Would you compare it to Dark? Is it comparable? The thing is the the watching it it was hard not to be like oh this person is it was kind of fun like watching it and taking my mind out of dark Mm -hmm. because dark had all these little things where you would be like oh that guy looks just like that kid oh that's probably the older version of right 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 right. and in this there was like there's like a creepy little kid and like a guy who was like a mysterious guy like walking around and everyone like on reddit would be like i think that's that's the older version of that and then people had to be like no no this is not that they're not gonna do that and it's like fuck you're right i have to get out of that that. it's not if anything i would almost uh say it's more similar to like lost than dark but dark was kind of lost-esque i don't i don't think so well I say that having only watched the yeah, first season. Yeah, I was about season. to say. you have Having to, only watched the first season and say, partial to, of the to, second season. You have to finish it. Yeah. No, Dark is very... I think Dark is very different from Lost. Okay. Lost... Yeah, I think this show, 1899, I mean, ended way different than anything Anything has ended. <laughs> oh, but... Um, ended very different. But it, I think in its in its beginnings, mm-hmm. it's, it felt a lot more like Lost. Because it's like this this found kind of family dynamic thing mm. where these people are stuck in this situation together and they're like, I don't know what's going on. It's a lot of mystery, mysterious happenings. Just, okay. yeah, I think it's, I think it's the fact that they're like, it's a big group of very diverse people thrust together and they're having to like figure out this mysterious shit that okay. makes it very different from dark where dark. It's like a family thing. Shoddy. Do I need to finish watching dark? I mean, yes. Dark is one of my favorite shows that's ever existed. Ever. 
So yes, you do need to finish watching Dark. You don't need to watch it to watch AC ninety nine. Gotcha. But you do need to finish <laughs> watching Dark because it honestly I, I it makes to. me respect you less. Wow. Did I? Because I and have. That, it? Yeah, and that's why. Um. Wow. Honestly, uh, that's glad, it. I'm glad. Uh, I know where we stand in this friendship. Yeah, you should have. I I should have been telling you that every day. <laughs> I've lost since <laughs> you, every day you've lost some respect for me. Every day you don't finish dark, I just lose more and more respect. I'm done. I didn't have anything else. I didn't either. Well, with that, it is closing time. No. <laughs> Thanks for joining us thank for you. our conversation this week, friends. Yeah, thank you. Um, we won't keep you in the dark of our happenings, so you can. That was crazy. <laughs> you went this entire thing having, having your phone off, like not having make it, to drop to it, drop it right at the end. Minute. That'd be very end. Beautiful. <laughs> Follow us on social media, friends. You can find us at M N J, the letter R, the letter U, OK underscore podcast. find us on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. We also have a website. We do. If you want to, you know. Take a little gander at that. Take a gander. And that website is MNJ, the letter R, the letter U, dot com. Look at it. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. And listen to us anywhere the only podcast broadcasts. But if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can rate, review us, and leave a little note about how much you love listening to us. Yes, please. And our voices and how much you just love us. Just love us. Love us. Just love us. You can also slide into Slip the it slide. DMs. And you can. And that's it. And you can do that. <laughs> you, you can do that. If you have any like requests yeah. of movies and uh-huh. t- television shows, um, you want us any topics you want to talk to us about. Um, or if you just want to say hi. Yeah. You, you can do that you all. You can say hi. There. And those DMs. Do it. Alright, that's it. That's it. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Call Call us back. back.